Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Along Came a Writer Network. Opinions expressed in our shows do not necessarily reflect those of the network. It's that time Fight Writers stop learning Lucha Libre moves off of YouTube and settle in for the Fight Right podcast, a writer's resource for writing fight scenes. I'm your host, Carla Hoke. This is episode two, and because it's still new, I'm going to kind of go through the same spiel for the first couple episodes so people can get used to exactly what this is. If you aren't familiar with fightright.net, um, hop over there. It F I G H T W R I T E. It's just named in Writer's Digest 100 Best Resources for Writers. Um, give it a look. I, go ahead and go now. Again, I can't see you. I don't know what you're doing. But give it a look and plunder the index, and you'll see that there's a lot of different topics there. Um, which I can't think of a one, but we do cover some today. Um, I have, I'm covering a two sword style and you'll be able to see the two sword style on there. You will learn about things about firearms, about injuries. Ooh, there's one about uh, mental warfare. That's a good one. That's gotten a lot of views. That's called gaslighting. So give that a look. This podcast is the talkie version of the blog. In each episode, I'm going to take some listener questions, and it's going to be short and sweet. These are going to be, you know, 15, 20-minute romps, depending on if I get on a soapbox. And I fear that it's going to come out today. I'm warning you. Anyhow, um, if you really want a longer episode, well, then just download a couple and binge, binge cast. It would do me just fine. If you have a question you would like me to answer, go over and fill out the form on fightright.net and send it to me. Okay. My first question today, EJ Sobetsky. If a dragon could carry a weapon, what would it be? Okay. If you have been to any of my tactical workshops, um, which, which, by the way, if you are in New York City in August, I, August 24th-ish, I will be at the Writer's Digest National Conference. Um, that is when I actually go through different fight techniques with writers, and I field questions. And if somebody needs help working through their fight scene, we, I literally block it, and I show them how different weapons work. Invariably, I will be asked about fighting off the back of a dragon. And I don't have a ton of pet peeves. For the most part, I'm easygoing. If I do get hot-headed about something, it'll last about 24 hours, and then I'm over it. I drive slow. I don't mind stop signs. I can generally deal with irritating people pretty well. But I do have a pet peeve about fighting off the back of a dragon. Now, I understand the question was, if a dragon could carry a weapon, what would it be? I submit it would not carry a weapon for a couple reasons. One, dragons don't have killer arms. They don't. Um, I'm not sure what kind of weapon would really, I mean, 
I, I mean, true. A dragon with a machine gun is amazing, but I just don't know if it's arms are suited for that. And hey, it depends on what kind of dragon you have. But other than physical mechanics, asking what kind of weapon a dragon would carry is akin to asking what kind of weapon a Sherman tank would carry. It's a tank, advantage tank. And I say the same thing for dragons, advantage dragon, which brings me to a question that EJ did not ask, but I have to go into because I do have a pet peeve about it. I apologize in, in advance for letting my nerd show. This is going to be a tiny bit of a rant, a rant. You have been warned. I have been asked questions about what weapons to use on the back of a dragon. I submit to the jury you are on a dragon. Advantage you. Also, you cannot wield a weapon off the back of a dragon. Okay, riding a dragon is not like riding a horse. And even if it were like riding a horse, let me tell you what, sitting up tall in a horse when it's going 90 to nothing is not an easy task. Okay, it's not. I'm aware the Native Americans did it. Well, that's what made them awesome, okay? And I'm not sure if they completely stood up and, you know, were straight up and down. I think they had a little bit of an aerodynamic thing going on. But if you are on the back of a dragon, it's going to be different than a horse because it's flying. It's flying. You better have a great saddle because guess what? Lift off from the ground alone is going to be perilous. It doesn't just go straight up like a helicopter. It's going to have to get some lift, and that's going to cause flapping wings, and that sucker's going to bounce up and down. Mind you, you're going to be soaring in the air. Who knows how many miles an hour or kilometers per hour, depending on where you're listening to this podcast. And, you know, the cool thing about a dragon is it can go sideways, and it can go upside down. Again, I repeat, you better have a good saddle. Um, as far as standing up on the back of a dragon and just holding the reins, um, I think I saw David Hasselhoff do the same thing on a dolphin, on two dolphins on the SpongeBob movie, and it is killer and cool. But I think that the two scenarios are both as likely one as the other. I've never now, hey, historically, I've never seen any historic renderings of people standing on dragons. I've seen no photographs myself. But it doesn't make sense that you could just stand up and surf, hang 10 off the back of a dragon. You know, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm not that cool. But, ladies and gentlemen, I say that you can't do that. So, if you have a dragon in your work, you better have a great saddle. If you want to arm your dragon, that is fine. Hey, go for it. Go for it. I can see that there would be times when you would not want the dragon to breathe fire. That's a whole other thing I'm going to get back to, where you may not want the dragon to breathe fire. If you don't want a light to be shown coming up over the mountains because your dragon's burning down a village, I say let the dragon fly low and drag his feet right across the village and tear everything down. If you want to attach blades or whatever to his feet, you can. I don't think you need to. I figure he'll be going fast enough. He'd knock people's head off anyway. If you want to throw bombs off, you know, ceramic pitchers full of gunpowder, et cetera, et cetera, 
hey, have at it. If you want to teach your dragon how to drop a chain metal net, et cetera, et cetera, go for it. But as far as what particular weapon to wield on the back, I just don't think, I, I personally don't think it, it's doable. Speaking of dragons breathing smoke, I also don't understand that because when fire burns, the dark smoke and everything that is uh, that comes out is the things that couldn't burn. Um, that is why if you have a gas stove or something, uh, you don't have smoke coming from your gas stove because that burns cleanly. It seems that whatever it is within the dragon would burn cleanly. I can't imagine that it would produce anything in its body that would not burn up. So me personally, I don't think there would be smoke coming out. It sure, certainly wouldn't be dark smoke. Um, I don't even know how steam would work. I, I just personally don't think it's the case. Okay, I'm sorry for my Canadian listeners. I'm sorry. Soapbox dismantled. Okay, what's next? Don Hunter asks, how realistic is the movie trope of someone wielding two swords at once? How about a sword with a small battle axe? First of all, if you've seen enough movies that wielding two swords is a trope, send me the list because I love me some two swords. Yeah, that's a thing. Go to fightright.net and go to the index. You'll see two-sword style in Filipino martial arts. It's called Estilo Maca Baby, and it rocks. It's straight-up General Grievous, um, except two instead of four or six. I forget how many arms he has. The great thing about the two-sword style, other than the fact you got Edward Scissorhands basically coming at you, um, is it's incredibly intimidating. Even if the person wielding the two swords isn't really great at striking anything, if they can put on a show, I bet it'll make you think twice. If I'm going to attack somebody and they don't pull out one machete but a two, I'm going to reconsider that whole situation. It's kind of like nunchucks. You know, all the spinning you see with nunchucks like Bruce Lee did. Um, by the way, he – wouldn't that enter the dragon – he, they had, if it's not under the dragon, I'm going to die. The one he's in the yellow jumpsuit. They had to slow down the frames per minute in that movie in order to catch his hand movements. Uh, that's how awesome he was. And I think he actually learned uh, nunchaku for that movie. It is called nunchaku. It's nunchaku. It's not nunchakery, which I think it should be, but what is? He did learn it just for that movie. All the little spinny things you see with nunchucks are actually just transition moves to um, you wield a nunchuck. It's basically a broken stick. That's all it is. I had a really great fight coach that explained to me how it worked, and it's a it's a great weapon, but it's not wielded like people really think it is. Um, and you don't just swing it at people. You can use it to bludgeon them. You can use it to break wrists, to break necks, yada, 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 let your mind go crazy. But all the spinning moves is actually just to trans for um, the weapon one hand to another without losing velocity and it also scares the poop out of people just saying so two sword style one great advantage to it is it's scurry I think that's awesome how about a sword with a small battle axe okay that to me is a different scenario and here is why bladed weapons have a balance that means where the majority of the weight is distributed in the blade 
if the greater portion of the weight is at the hand, that means you're going to get a lot of dexterity in the tip. But you're gonna, what you give up in that is some power. The, the closer the balance is to the end of the sword, the greater whack you're going to be able to give somebody with it. But you're giving up control of the tip. So that's why a lot of times you'll see that a balance of a sword is somewhere kind of in the middle-ish or closer to the hand. In the case of a battle axe the, or a machete or a kukri, you will see that if you pick it up, it's going to fall forward. That's because the balance is in the head. That's because the balance of a weapon is where it is for the most efficient use of that weapon. Every weapon looks the way it does and feels the way it does because that's, it contributes to its most efficient use. When you grab an axe, you just want to whack stuff. I love battle axes. When I go with pillaging, hey, I grab a battle axe. And I, I really like the addition of the uh, spike on the end because then you can get through uh, chain mail. You might be able to get through some thinner parts of armor. You could definitely get through um, the face mask of armor. Um, it's a bludgeoning weapon. It is a great um, blade. You can also use the head to hook and pull away shields or to sweep people. So I think it's a really great multi-purpose weapon. However, because those balances are so incredibly different, let's say that I've got a battle axe in my left hand and a sword in my right hand. My body is really going to have to adjust differently to wielding both of those. And I think the balance of the two doesn't really work well together. I may be totally wrong. Scola Gladiatoria, Kirk McCune, if you don't know who Kirk McCune is, please look him up. K-I-R-K-M-C-C-U-N-E. He is one of the folks that vetted my book. He is amazing blade master. Um, look him up on YouTube and look at his um, website. If you guys at Scola Gladiatoria and Kirk McCune, if I'm totally wrong, call me. You got my number. Please explain to me how this works. Now, two axes? Sure. I think two axes is totally doable. I think you can find video of two axes. But again, you're working with the same uh, weapons that have the same balance. So if you don't really understand what I mean, go out, uh, get a switch or a yardstick. Grab a yardstick in one hand. And in the other hand, grab a jug of milk. How easy is it for you to defend yourself? Now, if you have two jugs of milk, you can whack the tar out of somebody. Don't ask me how I know, but you can because you're basically doing the same movement and your body is able to compensate for that change in balance, you know, with the muscles and everything. And the same thing with a switch. You can wield two switches quickly. Again, don't ask me how I know, but you really can. So is the axe-sword combo possible? I'm not going to say it's not. I certainly would never say that I am proficient enough in bladed weapons to say absolutely. However, I'm probably more proficient than maybe the person who asked the question or they wouldn't be asking the question, which is okay. You're not, why would anybody know that? Sometimes I see uh, fighters, especially guys, I don't know why guys, but they get kind of embarrassed sometimes that they don't know about fight stuff. And it is a language all its own. I don't speak Japanese. If somebody comes up to me and starts speaking Japanese, I'm lost. 
I know this for a fact. It's been done to me, and I just had to smile and say, mm, uh, arigato. Uh, I mean, my Japanese is limited to the judo and aikido mats. So if you don't know different things about fighting stuff, it's okay. You shouldn't. Why would you? The reason I know this stuff is because I'm nuts, and I went out and learned it. So I hope that answers the question. And I think that's all we're going to do today. Hey, I told you all it was going to be short and sweet. Um, be on the look. Oh, feel free to send in questions. Go to fightright.net and send it in via the form. I will be sure to get to it on a podcast sometime or another. Um, be on the lookout for my book, Fight Right, How to Write Believable Fight Scenes, coming out with Writer's Digest in June, June 11th. But you can get it today. Just saying. Hey, immediate gratification. Uh, Fight Right podcast is brought to you by the eponymous blog, fightright.net. And look for the hashtag FightRight on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Carla C. Hoke. Again, I will be in New York, uh, August 2019. So if you're listening to this in 2020, first of all, I think that's awesome that you're listening. I'm talking to people in the future, which kind of blows my mind just a little bit. But anyway, it's in 2019. So if you miss it, you miss it. But I hope you don't. If you're in the New York area, please come by and say hi. If you're in the Northwest Houston area, please come by Malzinha Jiu-Jitsu, M-A-O-Z-I-N-H-A, and say hi. If you are in the College Station area, go by Brazos Valley, M-M-A. And that's it for this first ride of the the second second, not first, second episode of Fight Right, the podcast. Thank you along Came a Writer Network for letting me just hang out here. I really appreciate it. Um, again, go to fightright.net, the blog, character assassination since 2016, y'all. And until the next episode of Fight Right, the podcast, get blood on your pages. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.